I'm all. sending you a poem. You're not showing me. A re- you're not showing me. Re- I, I don't I'm gonna care recite, about poems. I'm going to recite I'm a poem about you. reality. Yeah, I know. But you know what? Poetry is reality. Ah, uh, yes. Fredo Cuomo. He's uh, one of the groping Cuomos, one of the famous groping Cuomos. Poetry is reality. That's why CNN has 84 people watching at any given time. All right, only one hour remaining today, and uh, a great deal of stuff. For example, you know, Joe Biden traded this Russian killer for Brittany Griner because she's a uh, biwalk. Uh, what? She's an LGBTQ biwalk. You need your Democrat Party decoder ring. We should uh, we should create a decoder ring, sell them at the Chris Plant store, I think. What do you think? Have you bought your stuff from the Chris Plant store for Christmas and Hanukkah, great gifts there for the whole family. Bundled packages where you can get, you know, the T-shirt, the hat, and the coffee mug for a, for a coffee mug for a low, low price. None of our stuff is made in China. We don't uh, China. We don't buy anything that uh, not going to use anything made by the communist slave labor. Unlike LeBron James, who's perfectly happy to have slave labor, their gnarled little hands, the little Uyghur children, making Nike shoes so he can buy gas for his private jet. It's okay. Pay no attention. Slavery is, you know, it's it's uh, great to be anti-slavery centuries ago. That's a real tough call, isn't it? Uh, but when uh, the rubber meets the road and the Democrats are making money off of it, like uh, the people that uh, make your iPhones and things like that, their gnarled little fingers going blind. Can you say going blind or has that been banned? Amazing stuff. Yeah, but go to the, and you get a free koozie with every order. And uh, there are bundled packages, and we got all kinds of great stuff uh, for Christmas and Hanukkah. And, you know, were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. Liberals love that as a gift, as a Christmas gift. They do. They hate Christmas and Jesus and God because the party is their God. And, the, you know, the invisible man in the sky is CO2, and the secular apocalypse is uh, the, the weather Oh, speaking of which, there's another story in the Washington Post today from which uh, liberals will learn nothing. The fossil graveyard. This is uh, page three of the Washington Post today. Details a possible prehistoric migration. 230 million years ago, marine reptiles may have made way to Nevada. Wait a minute. This is a... They've got these uh, marine mammals that are, they say, the size of a school bus. Marine reptiles. And somehow they're embedded in the uh, stone and sand of Nevada, which is not a uh, coastal state, by the way. they got California in between and everything. But the scientists from the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History and other institutions, if they're correct, the fossil graveyard uh, near an old silver mine in Nevada, like Bonanza, you know, the uh, represents an early example of migration, one of the most fundamental and deeply ingrained of all animal behaviors. And uh, they're saying that there it was in the middle of Nevada, thousands of miles, uh, through an ocean known as Panthalassa. The, the ocean was called Panthalassa, and it was uh, where Nevada is now. Uh, the ancient version of today's Pacific Ocean. They uh, migrated there to breed and deliver their offspring to Nevada, you see. You know why? 
because the ocean uh, covered Nevada. You know why? Because the climate changes. You know what uh, the left learns from this? Nothing. Because <laughs> they're the party of science. That's why there are, how many genders are there in San Francisco if you're applying for your $1,200 monthly check? More than 90, more than 90 genders, some of which cannot be said out loud on the radio because of FCC regulations. Yeah, but go to the Chris Plant store. You can go to chrisplant.com or the Chris Plant store. All kinds of great stuff to buy a free koozie with every purchase, bundled packages, uh, and, uh, you know, more and more stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's go uh, to all the other crazy news that the Democrats have given us. Joe Biden let loose this uh, this war criminal, Victor Boot, B-O-U-T. I like to call him Bout, but the commies, they pronounce it Boot. Victor Boot was released by Joe Biden in exchange for Brittany Griner, who decided to bring her, uh, you know, dopey vape pen to Russia because you, know, you can't live without it, I guess, and uh, for uh, even a little while. She, maybe she's got, what are the, I have to check my Stanford guide. Oh, by the way, we're posting the Stanford guide to the uh, Chris Plant Twitter and Chris Plant Facebook so you can get the Stanford guide and you can share it with your friends. If you print it out, it's pretty long because they're very mentally ill. How many pages is it? It's like 14, 14 pages, 14 pages of, of mental illness, or as they call it, uh, neurodivergent behavior, neurodivergent behavior. That's, you can't say the R word, but you can call Joe Biden neurodivergent. And maybe some family members who might be uh, at your house for Christmas, you might see them, and they might be sitting across from you behaving as neurodivergent people behave so often. So we're posting that. Uh, also, uh, I am uh, reminded, tomorrow, uh, what are we calling it? It's only our second week. That's uh, the Twitter mailbag. And if you um, get on the Twitter and send questions for me, uh, then tomorrow we will take questions from the Twitter mailbag and answer. I don't know if we can answer all the questions, but we can answer questions from the Twitter mailbag tomorrow. So go on the Twitter for the Chris Plant and um, uh, put your questions there. Keep it clean. Not really. You can put whatever you want. And, um, and we'll answer some of the questions from the mailbag tomorrow. It's a new thing. First time we did it was last week. And uh, that means for Democrats following along, this would be the second time. Second time. Because two is, uh, it follows one. You have one and then it's followed by two. And you know how many genders there are? Two. That's how many genders there are. Not 90, not 57. Let's get back to Joe Biden and his war criminal buddy. Because Newsmax has the story today, and the Washington Post doesn't. Victor Boot visits occupied Ukraine, Newsmax is reporting today. Brian Freeman, Russian arms dealer, you know, the merchant of death is his nickname. That's good. If you're a Russian, that's a good nickname. Russian arms dealer Victor Boot, recently released from American custody in a prisoner exchange for WNBA star, really star we use that uh, word with great elasticity these days. Brittany Griner visited the Russian-occupied city of Luhansk in Ukraine over the weekend, according to Russian state media. Boot said he was confident that the area would soon be peaceful and people would live without fear for their future. Sure, as long as you accept the hobnailed boot 
of Putin's state on your neck, then you've got nothing to fear. Uh, subjugation, you know, it's a welcome to serfdom because that's what the commies do. And then they tell you have nothing to fear as long as you submit. And that's what the left is doing here in the United States of America because they're all the same. Boot, who was visiting Luhansk for the first time, was there to attend the launch of the Luhansk brass, uh, uh, branch of the pro-Kremlin Liberal Democratic Party in Russia, the LDPR. They call it the Liberal Democrat. They're not liberal at all. They're leftist. It's like the Democrat Party here. They're not liberal at all. They're leftist. Last week, Boot joined the far-right <laughs> LDPR. They call it the Liberal Democratic um, Party. And then it's described as the far-right Liberal Democratic Party of Russia in a move that The Guardian reported could result in him running for a seat in the Russian parliament. So we've got uh, that. So there he is. He's, uh, he's off to Ukraine. We're off on the road to Luhansk now. It's, uh, you know, not exactly Hope and Crosby, but there will be a lot of dead people. Uh, also, The Guardian has the story, and The Washington Post doesn't. Freed Russian arms dealer Victor Boot joins ultra-nationalist party. Now it's an ultra-nationalist. And in uh, Russia, when you're a Soviet guy, that would make you a commie, you see. But um, they'll call you far right in the American news media because they've done this with Putin, too. I think it was the New York Times called him far right because huh? they're nuts. They're completely nuts. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So that's uh, Joe Biden released the guy. Now he's in Ukraine. Ukrainians will die, uh, be killed murdered by this savage, and uh, Joe Biden released him, and he's okay with that. And uh, the Obama-Biden administration, the number one funder is tens of billions of dollars of the Iranian regime in Tehran, the world's number one state sponsor of terror. You know, they blow, blow up Jewish centers and Buenos Aires and things because they can't sleep at night in Tehran knowing that Jews might be sharing cake in Buenos Aires. Never mind that. Plain loads of cash on pallets, shrink-wrapped. Pay no attention to that. Uh, release the five leaders of the Taliban that our special operators had risked their lives and our men were killed securing the capture of these five Taliban leaders, and Joe Biden released them in exchange for a person that many called a deserter, but never mind that. Yeah, and go to the Chris Plant to the Twitter to put questions in and get your copy of the Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative at uh, Stanford University to share with your friends and family because it is mental. It is neurodivergent. That's what it is. Seriously, neurodivergent, as a matter of fact, isn't it? Most certainly is. Boy, these guys. Man, oh, Manischewitz. We had the great caller uh, yesterday. Want to know what the origins of Man, oh, Manischewitz. That's uh, quite funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so go get your own list, and and uh, Brittany Griner's free, but people in Ukraine are going to have to die because Brittany Griner is free. And uh, post your questions for Twitter Wednesday. Mailbag, mailbag Wednesday. It's not Twitter Wednesday, it's mailbag Wednesday. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. She's a genius, isn't she? She, uh, honestly, I think she missed every grade between kindergarten and 
the third year of law school. She, she, she missed everything. She became the attorney general of the state of California. And she's vice president of the United States. She was a U.S. senator. We're setting the bar pretty low. You know, oh, who was it we uh, saw? Who was it? Uh, yeah, it was Elon Musk. I don't think you included the Elon Musk thing. He quoted me again, Elon Musk, didn't he? He quoted me with his uh, line. Um, he said that, um, this is uh, something I've been saying for years and years, and I said it just uh, last week also, said anybody that wants to be president of the United States, wants to be elected to public office, should be prohibited, should be barred from taking those offices. And um, anybody that just, like, are you kidding me? I don't want to be president of the United States, should be forced to take the office of president of the United States because nobody in their right mind actually wants to be president of the United States. What kind of a crazy person would want to be president of the United States? Yet someone must take the job. So what are we going to do about that? That's, uh, that's nuts. And Elon Musk, he said, uh, he tweeted, he's, you know, he's got a Twitter account because he owns Twitter. And so he tweeted out yesterday, pretty much the same thing, pretty much the same thing. Also, did you see, I think it was a Babylon B. It was about Babylon B. Uh, yeah, Elon Musk tweeted, those who want power are the ones who least deserve it. It's a little bit of a fortune cookie, isn't it? It's kind of, he might have read that in a fortune cookie. But it's, it's the same theme that I'm talking about. People that really lust for power like Hillary Clinton should be prohibited from securing power. Uh, and people that really don't want power. Donald Trump ran for presidency, the presidency on kind of a lark. And when he was elected, he was like, holy smoke, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do now? This is nuts. Uh, but there was a great Babylon Bee headline yesterday that might as well have been a real, a real headline. FBI releases all JFK documents except for the ones that say they killed him. Because that's pretty much right. You know, they, the law requires that, that uh, the CIA and the other government agencies, Congress passed a law many years ago saying they had to release all the documents by 2017, five or six years ago now, and they haven't released them because the law doesn't apply to them. And Joe Biden pretended to release uh, another pile of documents about a week ago and they said, but we're still holding back thousands of documents. So the Babylon Bee gets it. FBI releases all JFK documents except for the ones that say that they killed him. Now, that's kind of funny. And on the other hand, uh, not as funny as you might think at first blush. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. We're going to get to the corrupt FBI and the corrupt CIA uh, stealing elections for the Democrat Party in the United States of America, corrupting our elections at a bare minimum, because more was revealed yesterday in uh, Step 7. Maybe it's a 12-step program. First step is admitting that there's a problem, and the news media hasn't done that because they're bootlicks for the Democrat Party. Let's go to the telephones, uh, Michael. Let's go to Jerry calling from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Jerry, you're on the Chris Plant Show. 
Hey, Chris, can we, uh, now they didn't cover this, but can we use the village idiot? Now, that's a phrase that's been along for a long time. Uh, basically, for those who don't know, you'd go into a village and you'd be like, hey, who's that fella over there staring at the ground? And you'd say, well, that's that's our idiot. He's just trying to figure some stuff out. Now, that's Joe Biden. Um, don't give him anything sharp and keep your hands away from his mouth. It's all we absolutely like true. And uh, Stanford University, with their very complete list of words that may or may not be used, I don't think Village Idiot is in there, is it? By the way, sometimes the press is always fair with me. But once every once in a while, I make a mistake. Not like well, once a speech, but anyway. <laughs> you mean him? Hey, do you, do you remember Dirty Rotten Scoundrels where Rupert was running through the kitchen with the, or running through the dining room with the pots and the pans? I do. Rupert, yeah, that, Rupert yeah, that, the monkey that, boy, yeah. That's our, that's our, that's our Joey. He is, he is Ruprecht the monkey boy. And they put a cork on the end of his fork uh, so that he does not hurt himself or others. Ruprecht, don't take the cork off the fork. Why is the cork on the fork? To prevent him hurting himself and others. Oh. See, Steve? Some big boy training wheels for his bike and a little yellow strobe light for the top of his hat. He, so we uh, can see him coming. Honestly, he should have a big basket on her. It's uh, the great moment when he stopped his bike and he forgot to put his foot down, so he fell over. Uh, because, you know, I think you're probably aware of this, Jerry, but you know about Joe Biden's brain, don't you? Uh, she's a broke. She's, she's a no a good. Broke. She's a no good. She's a no good at all. <laughs> that brain of his. She's you know, a no- be, gosh, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't so serious, it'd be funny. Yeah, well, oh. it is. Uh, these are crazy times. This is what the Democrat Party has become. And... You know, they give me about six hours of material every day, the Democrat Party. Uh, evidence of their insanity, or what's the preferred, their neurodivergent struggle, their neurodivergent struggle. The Democrat Party is very unwell. They've unionized and organized the mentally ill and the neurodivergent persons into, into blocks of uh, violent loons. And then they show up on Election Day. This is the Chris Plant Show. Also on the list from Stanford University, which we've shared with you on the Twitter and uh, the Facebook, you're no longer supposed to say people of color. Don't say people of color. You know, if you're speaking about a specific group, name that group, it says, don't say people of color. You can say, uh, this is preferred, say BIPOC, BIPOC. Well, what if they're heterosexual? What if they're straight? I don't say straight either. That's, you can't say straight. You're supposed to say BIPOC for black, indigenous, and people of color. But black people are people of color, and you say that indigenous people are people of color, too. So that's very redundant. And it was you guys that insisted on people of color. Also, don't say straight. Straight is wrong. The term implies that everyone who is not heterosexual is bent or not normal. You, you people <laughs> are dealing with a major 
neurodivergent issue. That is to say, um, boy, oh boy. All right, let's get to, uh, let's get back to the news because these people are, they're going to be mentally ill next week as well. Excuse me, neurodivergent. They're going to be neurodivergent next week as well. We'll have to get back to them um, later on. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to some of the audio. We haven't gotten to, well, we'd use one or two maybe today, but there is a lot of, uh, the Democrats are lying, you know, tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, it's kind of an interesting situation. The Democrats had planned on lifting Title 42. We like to call it Title 42. And they're talking Title 8 today, like everybody talks Title 8. Um, you know, we're all going to be government lawyers before it. So we have, every story has a new lexicon and a new uh, collection of secret codes and abbreviations and acronyms and uh, secret numbers. And Title 42 was supposed to be lifted tomorrow because the Democrats want to ring the dinner bell and yell, come and get it, uh, like Marjorie Maine, you know, and, and uh, so that all the world, because it's not just Latin American countries coming from Pakistan and uh, Haiti, there's no land bridge from Haiti to the United States or even to North America, but uh, never mind that. Um, and uh, they just want an open border and then they lie about it because they lie all the time, these people. They lie about it. You know what? They, they lie about everything. Remember, they lied about Russian collusion. They lied that the dossier was legitimate intelligence. They lied to the FISA courts. They lied to the American people. They lied to that whole Russian collusion and the Alpha Bank thing. And they, they lied about the hookers jumping on the beds. And they, they, uh, they, they, lie, they lie about everything. They lie all the time. It's the big lie. They're Joseph Goebbels' uh, dream come true. They really are. Uh, extraordinary stuff. And they and it can be going on right in front of you. Crime is out of control in New York. No, it's not. No. And then you get hit over the head and you're killed in the middle of the TV interview. And they say, well, that didn't happen. It's uh, pretty amazing how shameless the big lie has become. And uh, I played the audio for you of Martha Radatz. I may play it again here in a minute. Uh, interviewing Texas Governor Greg Abbott day before yesterday. And... Well, let's get let's get to some audio because cringe, you know, cringe. Who did I say? I saw somebody. It was uh, what's his name? Greg Gutfeld uh, yesterday on the Fox News channel called her cringe. And then he lit up and he said, cringe. See, I'm calling you. He said, you can you can uh, use that. He said, you can use that. I was like, yeah, you're welcome. You can use that cringe. So he called it cringe. Uh, People play catch up a lot. You know, we're way out ahead. An awful lot of the time. But they, they lie. They make stuff up. No, this uh, Russian stuff. Everybody's a Russian agent. Everybody's colluding with Russia. Right? You know, all this stuff. Even Democrat congresswoman, military combat veteran Tulsi Gabbard was called a Russian asset by Hillary Clinton, who said the election was stolen from her in 2016 and said that the election is going to be stolen in 2024. Uh, they just They just lie like uh, the pathological liars that they are. Let's go to cringe, because cringe, I told you we had a a mistaken identity at a restaurant the other day, my friend Randy and I, and there was a cringe lookalike in this uh, Mexican restaurant in Washington, D.C. Here's uh, cringe yesterday at the uh, White House briefing, asked about the border. Um... You know, the border is wide open. People are spilling in by the millions and millions. It would be wrong to think that the border is open. It is not open. 
That's right. It would be wrong to think the border is open. It's wrong to think uh, that the border is open. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it, it would be wrong. Uh, so just don't go around thinking that. And, and then, you see, if you say the border is open, then you're spreading misinformation, which must be governed by the, the state. And what the state, that means the Democrat Party, deems to be misinformation must be crushed because they're totalitarian in their orientation. They're anti-American. They're un-American. They're anti-Bill of Rights. Uh, cringe, not really the sharpest bulb in the constellation, to be sure, yesterday at the White House briefing. Smugglers uh, will try to spread misinformation to take advantage of these vulnerable uh, migrants. But I want to be very clear here. Uh, the fact is that the removal of Title 42 does not mean the border is open. Uh, anyone who suggests otherwise is simply doing the work of these smugglers who, again, are spreading misinformation and which are which is very dangerous. It's very dangerous. You're spreading misinformation. You're doing the work of the human traffickers. You're a horrible person if you observe that the border is wide open. Why would anyone think that? Why would anyone think the border was wide open? Well, have you looked at the numbers? Because the numbers are pretty crazy. They're completely crazy. In fact, when uh, Title 42, all of the smart people on this, when Title 42 is lifted now, it turns out the Supreme Court intervened yesterday and Chief Justice of the United States John Roberts intervened and put a pause on this so he's not allowing the Democrats uh, to continue uh, pace uh, with uh, doing away with Title 42 tomorrow. There are 19 Republican state attorneys general that have petitioned the federal government to stop the Biden administration from lifting Title 42, which was put into place under President Trump because of the Wuhan Red Death for reasons of public health. And uh, those reasons either still exist or they don't. But according to all the smart people, so John Roberts, chief justice, intervened yesterday and uh, tapped the brakes and said, uh, no, you guys and they, uh, the Democrats have to come back to the Supreme Court by 5 o'clock today, Tuesday, with their new argument as to why Title 42 should be done away with, which... Everyone knows, and all the border watchers and the smart people, everyone knows it's going to cause a mad rush for our border because we can't turn them around anymore based on the public health crisis. So the Democrats will just wave them in and tell them to take a shower with your teenage daughter because that's uh, basically what they're doing. Just say you're a girl. And they're saying it will be 14,000 a day, the estimated border crossing, when they uh, lift Title 42 going to skyrocket. It's already, you know, pert near, but 14,000 a day, which is, you know, 420,000 illegal aliens crossing a month, which is, of course, 5,100,000 per year based on that math. Now, I want you to keep in mind, because I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I went and did the math, and nobody in the lazy, illiterate news media has uh, followed suit, but they should. Ellis Island, the gateway to America, for from the the 1890s through the 1950s, it was the primary gateway for 62 years. Ellis Island, and that was legal immigration, legal immigration. Ellis Island processed between 11 million people and 12 million people over the course of more than six decades. 
Joe Biden, under Joe Biden's plan, we will have illegal immigration. Not We already have one million legal immigrants coming a year. So this is in addition to all of that, right? We would have at 5,100,000. So we'd have 10,200,000 in two years. That is practically the equivalent of what Ellis Island took in over the course of 60 years, legally. But this is Joe Biden ringing the dinner bell. And then cringe, cringe Jean-Pierre, speaking for the President of the United States, says, if you say the border is open, you're spreading misinformation that is dangerous. And Kamala Harris said it was dangerous to our national security. And these are tried and proven anti-free speech people. And you may recall, even before Cringe said this, Martha Reddits rolled out the Democrat Party's talking point on Sunday, and Cringe rolled it out again on Monday. You talk about the border wall. You talk about open borders. I don't think I've ever heard President Biden say, we have an open border. Come on over. But people I have heard say it for you our former President Trump, or Ron DeSantis, that message reverberates in Mexico and beyond. So they do get the message that it is an open border, and smugglers use all those kinds of statements. See, the smugglers are using Republican statements like Ron DeSantis, who's in Florida, which does not share a border with Mexico, it shares a border with Georgia and Alabama, um, but not with Mexico. Why? See, demonization of Ron DeSantis will continue until the Democrats destroy his career. And that's uh, Martha Raddatz, and um, that's, that's the party message. You guys are saying it's an open border. That's why everybody's rushing our border. That is what is my mother would call that a stinking lie, a stinking lie, a horrible stinking lie. She lied. That is pretty amazing stuff. Um, I got to tell you, it reminded me of, let's go to soundbite number nine. It reminded me of Malcolm Tenth, you know, uh, the uh, great um, uh, black leader of the 1960s before he was assassinated by his uh, fellow Nation of Islam people. Malcolm Tenth on the news media. With skillful manipulating of the press, they're able to make the victim look like the criminal and the criminal look like the victim. Now that's power. That's Malcolm X on uh, the news media. He knew. I'm tapping my right temple with the tip of my right index finger. He knew. He did know. Um, that is uh, that is pretty amazing. I've got to I've got to say. And the talking point is no. Yours. And then again, they they want to criminalize speech. They're doing it all over the place. And if you spread what they call misinformation. You know, the FBI will come with a battering ram and knock down your door at 5 o'clock in the morning and terrorize your children and uh, accuse you of spreading misinformation, and they'll cancel you on Twitter and every place else. You know, uh, misinformation. Remember Hillary Clinton? Tulsi Gabbard is now a former Democrat member of Congress from Hawaii, and she is a still an Army reservist, uh, decorated, uh, serving in Iraq and perhaps Afghanistan as well. And Hillary Clinton was spreading this disinformation. I think they've got their eye on somebody who's currently in the Democratic <laughs> primary. She's the favorite of the Russians. Yeah, she's a Russian asset. I mean, totally. Tulsi Gabbard, Democrat member of Congress, combat veteran, a Russian asset. 
That's not misinformation. That's not dangerous to our national security. That's all okay. Remember Michael Beschloss, he's a presidential historian. He was on MSDNC uh, about a week, uh, week, maybe two weeks before the midterm elections. This, this is my, I nominated this for a soundbite of the year. A historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country, and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which, which I'm not certain of, but if that is true, a historian will say, what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed, we're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. That's right. Okay, it was a week before the midterm elections. <laughs> that's your, that's your Democrat Party. Uh, that's misinformation. That's disinformation. That is dangerous to our national security. He must be silenced. He must uh, really a battering ram. And the FBI, Team FBI, uh, also there, uh, the Democrats are attacking President Trump. This uh, fake. January 6th uh, panel urges charges for President Trump. Jonathan Turley is a smart law professor at the George Washington University. As a criminal defense attorney, I was really struck at how weak this was. Uh, you know, they, they keep on referring to things that might have occurred, appointments that might have been made, letters that might have been sent, but ultimately were not. That's not a compelling case for uh, a criminal prosecution. It's, it's really the, the, you know, the subheadline is uh, they want to uh, render him ineligible uh, to run for public office ever again. The needle hasn't moved. Uh, despite this focus of the J6 committee, these highly produced videos, uh, the repetition, the, the reading from these prompters, the producer they brought in, it, it really is singing to the choir. Yeah, but the goal is just, it's Trump derangement syndrome on LSD. Um, these people, what's the appropriate word? Are neurodivergent. Because you can't use the R word. I also love the headline of the New York Post, Democrats scramble to save censorship. Perfectly appropriate. New Twitter files also. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. There are simply too many amazing stories to get to in three hours. Newsweek magazine has the headline with Mitch McConnell, the turtle, looking particularly turtle-like in the photo. Republicans on brink of civil war as House GOP threatens Senate colleagues. And it's great the House Republicans sent a righteous letter to the rhinos in the Senate, uh, and they misspelled the word undoubtedly. Because I'm guessing Kevin McCarthy might have been behind it. I'm not 100% sure. Pretty amazing. And this spending bill, I was talking about it yesterday, is an outrage. But the uh, Michael Schellenberger releasing more Twitter files yesterday, Part 7, the FBI and the Hunter Biden laptop. How the FBI and intelligence community discredited factual information about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings both before and after the New York Post revealed the contents of his laptop on October 14th, 2020. See, the Twitter files number six, we saw the FBI relentlessly seek to exercise influence over Twitter. 
including over its content, its users, and its data. Number seven, we present the evidence pointing to an organized effort by representatives of the intelligence community aimed at senior executives at news and social media companies to discredit leaked information about Hunter Biden before and after it was published. This is a criminal enterprise, and people must go to penitentiaries. The story begins December 2019 when a Delaware computer store owner named John Paul Mac Isaac contacted the FBI about a laptop that Hunter Biden had left with him. The FBI came and, of course, got the laptop, and, and uh, then they never returned. Fortunately, uh, Jean-Paul made a copy of the hard drive, uh, I guess suspecting that his government is corrupt correctly. And uh, Mac Isaac did not heard back from the FBI, even though he discovered evidence of criminal activity. So we emailed Rudy Giuliani, who was under FBI surveillance at the time because they're spying on all the political enemies of the Democrat Party. Truly amazing. Um, man, oh, man, I have no time, but let's go to Justin Time because... We love Justin Time. He's calling from San Francisco. Justin Time, I'm running out of time, of, but I just wanted to get you in here. Good morning. Good morning. It's it's wonderful to speak to you and hear your perspective on everything again. And I am just thrilled and proud. I uh, was bragging about you the other night, uh, <laughs> just about just how well that you have been doing everything. And and, and thank you for your take. And we we will talk again soon because I do have some other perspectives to share with you. I'm going to be looking for your name on the big board, Justin. Justin Time is one of our uh, original listeners from the very first uh, days of my radio show. We're going to have him on soon. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.